Welcome back, everybody, to our Let's Talk Green County program here on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network, brought to you today by Jefferson A&W Family Restaurant. This is Coltrane Carlson, and our guest today is our state senator from District 24, Jesse Green, now joining us again for part two of our two-part series. And so, Senator Green, one thing that maybe you've gotten lost in the mix with some of these more active, bigger topics, like with the AAs and with teacher pay and that kind of thing, is the state supplemental aid. It was supposed to be done within 30 days of a self-imposed deadline for you all after the first day of legislative session happened and that has since come and gone so can you give us an update about where that percentage is at or what numbers you're hearing there yeah so the governor proposed in her budget a two and a half percent increase which is very typical year to year uh, darting point conversation the reason that we haven't landed on the number is because it's kind of tied into this AEA conversation with teacher salaries so until we figure out what we want to do with teacher salaries i think that's going to make this uh, ssa conversation a little bit harder but you know, a lot of superintendents that I've talked to, they budget in a healthy way where they kind of do a preliminary budget that's based on zero or, or maybe a 1% increase in SSA, and they develop their budgets accordingly. And then whatever extra that the state might give is, is just gravy. So I think the superintendents, what's happening right now with these conversations and that we really want to do something with future salaries, I think everybody understands that patience is needed right there, right now for just a little bit extra time to have these good, good, healthy conversations. And kind of switching gears entirely, Governor Kim Reynolds recently came out and stated that she will be sending Iowa State troopers as well as National Guard down to our country's southern border to help control the, an immigration ongoing issue down there with Texas and uh, Mexico border there. Uh, what do you think about what the governor has come out and stated and sending Iowans down there to help in that effort, do you think that this, this needs to happen with Iowans being involved? You know, my primary focus and is my district and, and what the needs of my district are. She has a different perspective as governor. She's talking to the other governors continually about what problems they're seeing within their states. And there's obviously a, a major problem at the southern border. And if she sees a security risk uh, to the state of Iowa, and she sees that uh, by helping Texas out, by sending some of our resources down there, I trust her judgment on that. She has a lot more information and vision on this issue than, than I would have. And it's a sad situation that's happening at the border. I think there's no doubt. I, Democrats and Republicans both are very concerned. You see it in the polls that probably going to be the number one issue facing the presidential election. We need solutions. We need the federal government to take responsibility for this. But in the meantime, we have to do what we can within our power to make sure that we're protecting our own citizens the best way that we can. So I don't know, Coltrane, like you and I are about the same age. Uh, ever since we were young, listening about politics, immigration is always like one of the top issues. And it's, it's time that we fix this. And, and I'm convinced that there's there's a segment of Republicans and Democrats both that are just playing politics with this and don't really want to fix it. And I hope that we can come to an agreement that something needs to be done here. And I trust the governor and I'll support the governor in what she sees uh, needs to happen. Kind of the last thing I'll ask you here, though, is we always wrap up all of our legislative updates, is can you tell us any of the bills that you're working on or that you're, you're hearing about over there in the Senate that maybe you'd like to make noteworthy for our public here? One of my personal bills that uh, I'm trying to get through local government in time for the funnel week is in regards to public school properties. We've had some healthy conversations within local government about what this looks like. Uh, the problem that we're seeing around the state is that there are some public schools that are building new high schools and they have very good old buildings. 
And instead of selling them to a private school, they would rather demolish them than see that happen. And, and I think that's an unhealthy use of uh, tax dollars to not let an accredited private school have a shot at purchasing those buildings. So my bill in, in local government gives, when it's a sealed bid situation, that the private schools have ability to be the top bidder on that. We had to amend it because some of the conversation was what happens into a live auction situation if uh, the private schools are not the highest bidder. And so we had to add some clarifying language in, in there in regards to that. But I think it's a good bill, a healthy bill. Uh, the governor has a version of her own that's in her omnibus bill. And even the House has a different version of this issue. So my bill is a little bit different and just uh, adds another tool in the toolbox for people to choose from. So in the ag uh, world and in the conversations there, this past week we dropped out a foreign land ownership bill. I'm really proud that we did that. We have some good uh, laws in place already, but because of the heightened increase of LLCs buying property in the state of Iowa, there's about half of those LLCs we don't know who owns that property, and that's that's not good. So we need some reforms of this, and, and the Senate Ag Committee, uh, I think, provided a bill that uh, will will help address that. So those would probably be the biggest things that uh, I've seen this past week or two. And the next couple of weeks are going to be fun with uh, funnel week. Come, a lot of bills are going to die. And then the week after that, we'll start forward a bit. So uh, really looking forward to it. And just give us a quick refresher, Senator Green, if you wouldn't mind. Through the first funnel week, does a bill have to get out of a subcommittee and not a full committee, right, to be uh, deemed as still alive for the session? So first funnel week, it has to come, a uh, bill has to pass out of, the committee of its own chamber. So like, so it has to go through subcommittee and then full committee and be out to, to be eligible for a floor debate within that chamber. Then the second funnel, which is in another month or so, then it has to pass out of your chamber and be in the other chamber and actually pass out of their full committee, still be alive. That's probably the biggest hurdle for a bill to go through is, is between first and second funnel to survive. So you got a lot of legislators that are on the edge of their seats wondering if their if their bills are going to survive or not. Well, the one bill that you brought up, I just want to quickly revisit on the Agricultural Senate Committee about, uh, you know, having more accountability and transparency with, with landowners of, of farmland and whatnot. Uh, when you're talking about the LLCs that you don't know who actually owns the thing, can you explain to us within that bill, is, it, is there some sort of like a check or a notification or some sort of paperwork that would make that more apparent uh, for folks instead of the system that's currently happening? Yeah, it's, it's my understanding that the point of purchase, if you're an LLC, that you would be required to make one more step of paperwork with the Secretary of State uh, that is, gets recorded. And then if it's known that you're a, a foreign a landowner of that property, there'll be continual, you'll have to describe what, what the purposes is of your purchase then uh, yearly fill out work in regards to any changes that, that may have occurred with uh, the operation or the LLC and to, to have some extra checks and balances there with that. So I don't know too many more details other than that, but at the heart of it is any LLC at the point of purchase would, would have to just take one more extra step and then yearly the foreign landowners would have to file some more paperwork. So. It's not too much more cumbersome than what it is now, but we definitely need to be on top of this issue. And that's our guest for today's Let's Talk Green County program here with our state senator, Jesse Green, joining us once again for part two of our two-part series. You're listening to Let's Talk Green County, presented today by Jefferson A&W Family Restaurant on North Elm and Jefferson. Enjoy that delicious A&W All-American food seven days a week, and they're open daily at 1030 a.m. We'll be right back with more here on the Raccoon Valley Radio Network. <laughs> 